It's a sporadically rainy day here in Auckland, which for this time of year isn't exactly special. But it is the perfect type of day for me to go for a little wander, find a place hopefully out of the worst of the rain and the wind, and have a little chat to my phone. Um, this is why I love Anchor Force, the ability to just like to go for a walk with my phone and my headphones as normal and just record. Um, but today it's not just something sort of off the top of the head. It is a specific project I've got in mind, and it's to kind of announce the project and also kind of talk about it out loud um, to kind of help me practice the pitch for it, how I'm thinking about it, how I'm conceptualizing it, how I'm communicating it. Um, I've told a few friends about this project, but in the coming days and weeks, there'll be a lot more discussion, uh, validation of the idea and ideas for what it could be and how I can make it come about. So what is this idea? Well, I've been out of New Zealand now for nearly a decade. I left back in 2011, um, originally for Australia. And what that became was uh, China for two years, as these things tend to happen. Uh, two years in China became one year in the UK, and then back to Australia, back to Melbourne, where I was for a good five years. And I, and I do mean that. They were a very good five years. Um, started my career there, made a lot of great friends there um, in many ways. So that's where I, I made my home uh, for the last half a decade. But it's been very interesting coming back to Auckland. And it's something that, you know, anyone who has this coming back to a place after a good period of time away knows that the, the little differences really stand out. And then the big ways in which things haven't changed also really stand out. So I'm back in Auckland with a sense of purpose that I didn't have when I left and a skill set and a career trajectory in front of me, uh, which is all well and good because I, I should hope I had those things now that I'm 31, but here we are. Um, I'm here, I'm in Auckland, I work in audio, and I've got the opportunity now to strike out on my own a little bit, or, or at least I have a chance to kind of scratch that creative itch again and have a go at making it into at least part of my future, at least part of the composition of my career. And the first thing that really jumped out at me as a discreet story to tell, and I say discreet because it's just one thing that could easily spiral into a lot else, is the venue, this, this music venue that I had been to quite a few times before leaving Auckland was gone and I didn't realize when I moved in to my cousin's place when my wife and I had just moved back and we were looking for apartments we were in house hunting mode so I in staying with my cousin did not realize that this area of the city that I thought was very new to me that it, it is honestly very new since leaving a lot of new buildings a lot of new construction didn't realize that's where this venue had once been. The, the exact street address I was staying at used to be this place, the King's Arms. So the King's Arms was a pub that was nearly 200 years old, had quite the long and storied history, had seen a lot of changes come and go in the city, people leave, people starting to come back, densification now happening, gentrification, and this idea that this formerly industrial area that it wasn't very clear whether it was this suburb called Newton 
or if it was Upper Simmons Street, or if it was the the gully across from K Road, the kind of infamous part of Auckland with all the nightlife. Um, it was unclear what this area was for and, and what it meant. So it's the type of place that uh, maybe the King's Arms wouldn't suit if it was still around. Maybe it wouldn't be a part of the, the composition of that suburb with young families and young professionals and people, you know, who <laughs> are able to take out big mortgages on places, but then, you know, that's that's their life is servicing and paying off those mortgages, not going out to a place where punk bands play late into the night and early into the day. But the fact that this venue was gone and there was no clear replacement is very interesting because where do bands get their start? Where do they start playing for 500 people instead of 50? Well before they're ever in the in the category of you know playing a stadium which New Zealand and Auckland sorry, specifically has plenty of we've got multiple stadiums of you know the 5 10 15 20,000 capacity but how do you make the jump up to there if you don't get time in a mid-tier place so I'm really excited about this story I'm excited about what this loss of a venue means to people that live in the area, that used to go to shows there, that have since moved away. I'm excited about the prospect of getting stories from bands themselves and artists, some of whom are very big names, but who had very important shows there, both to locals and, I, I think, to the talent themselves. People like Jack White of the White Stripes, the Black Keys all had very big and, you know, at least locally, very famous uh, performances there. So I'm not sure what to call it yet. Embracing the King's Arms. Long live the King's Arms. I'll hail the King's Arms. Something, something. King's Arms. And on this series, this show, this channel, I'll be recording my thoughts as it develops, um, working through the process, kind of helping myself enumerate and verbalize what the process is, what the next steps at any given stage are, and yeah, hopefully answering questions. So, you know, if, um, that's one, one cool thing that if, <laughs> since, uh, Alex Bloomberg, Goldberg, Bloomberg, Bloomberg, since Alex Bloomberg did, did startup all those years ago when he started Gimlet, and everyone and their dog in podcasting has started their own version of startup since then. One thing that I'm not sure if anyone's done, I'm sure some, someone's done it, but one thing I I will be doing that I wish that startup had been able to do was kind of answer questions along the way. Um, so in my very small way, in no way comparing myself to Alex Bloomberg, um, I'll definitely use his style for startup but also expose myself to questions from you. So if there's anything along the way that strikes your curiosity, you want to know how to do something, you want to know how to think about approaching something, it would only be to my benefit to be able to at least try to answer those questions for you because until you can elucidate something and explain it, you, you don't truly understand it. Um, so here we go. Let's get started on this exciting project about 
this disappeared music venue, what it means for Auckland's arts and creative scene, what it means for the growth of the city, and what the intersection of arts, culture, and densification mean for us all living in cities anywhere in the world.